What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always Podcast. Of course, I'm excited to be here. Why wouldn't I? I'm so excited to talk to you guys every single week for this series. We're actually going to take a break today from In His Image because I want to talk to y'all about baptism. I just got baptized um, on Sunday, January 24th, and I just think there's not enough conversation about baptism because honestly, I think it's something that um, not everyone feels like they need to do. It's more of like a, rel- a religious thing, not a relationship thing. And I, I don't know. My perspective on baptism really shifted this year, and I it's taken me almost a year and a half to get baptized now. Um, and that was a whole journey in and of itself. So I just want to talk about that today and kind of just step back from the conversation we were having. And while this has been placed on my heart, I just want to speak on it. So. I decided to be baptized because I wanted to show not only like God, but my friends and my family that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Like it's no one else. It's nothing else. Like end of story, period, point blank. Like I need a Savior and that's who Jesus is for me. And baptism is an act of just like coming under God's authority and showing like you sent your son to die for me the least I could do is baptize myself you know and show the community and you and the people that are important to me in my life like what you've done for me and that my life is built on a different foundation you know Jesus was baptized like it's a beautiful beautiful act to just show your submission and just transformation from Jesus I struggled for honestly about I would say 10 years, which seems like a lot. Like when I say that, I think like, wow, I can, that's just weird. I'm 21 now. So since I was about, yeah, 11 years old, um, I've struggled with the idea of baptism because I saw my brother get baptized um, when I was younger. We still lived in Florida, so I was little. I was like eight or nine. And I saw my brother get baptized and I was like, I want to get baptized one day. But I knew that that was something super important and not something light um, to just decide on a whim and I wanted to know what that truly meant and meant for my life and my faith. So over the years I have been back and forth on getting baptized because honestly I was really scared of it and I didn't think I deserved it. Every time that there's a baptism at church I would like get this like gut wrench feeling like oh god like I know you're calling me to get baptized but like I just don't think that I can. Like I don't think that I deserved that, you know, and it's something that I thought, I, it went from being something you check off the list to something that I didn't think I deserved to something that I like so excited that I got to do. It was genuinely one of the best days of my life. Like it was so cool to see my friends and family, my church family, like gather around me and just like lift me up. I've never, I've genuinely never experienced something like that in my life, but I'm getting off track. Anyway, so Going up to the church, definitely middle school through high school, like, I saw a lot of people getting baptized. I saw my friends and just a lot of people at church getting baptized, and it was always, you know, down in the back of my heart, tugging on me, and I kind of just pushed it away, and then if you've heard my story, you kind of get the gist, but um, if you haven't heard my story before, like, when I came to college, I was super far away um, from God, my faith really drifted, and I didn't know what 
to do. And I was super far from him for a really long time. And the past year, year and a half really has really transformed me as a person. Um, if you knew me last year, please come and talk to me again because you did not. And I'm like a completely new person. I mean that in the most least cliche way that I possibly can because the change that I've had is like astronomical. It's funny because I didn't think many people noticed. I don't think I really noticed at first until my parents said something. My mom was like, we have truly seen, you know, a change in you. And I was like, oh, well, it's not just in my head. You know, I know that God has truly formed me and changed my soul and changed my heart. But this past year or so, I initially wanted to get baptized because I felt a sense of guilt and I was leading my faith in a very religious way, um, which was not necessarily bad because, you know, I was doing things to increase my head knowledge of the gospel and of the Lord. However, my relationship with God was completely lacking. Like I had no trust in the Lord I was still dealing with very extreme anxiety and I didn't have a good prayer life and I just, I didn't I didn't trust God. Simply I just didn't trust God and all that weight that God is supposed to carry for us like was very much so resting on my shoulders and I put that on myself. And so did a couple other people, but I continually was like, you know, I'm a good I'm a good person. You know, I make good decisions. You know, I know God. I know who he is. Like, I know what to do. So I'm good. I'm set. And that was like the bare minimum. And that simply was not (laughs) the truth of how God feels about me or like what that looks like. And I think there's been this repetition for me that I've been saying and I've been hearing of religion versus relationship. And I don't want religion to be like a dirty word to y'all because there are some aspects of like the Christianity religion that are beautiful and so essential to your relationship with the Lord. Um, Like prayer and baptism, community, like tithing, like they just increase in your relationship with the Lord and make you even closer and truly understand like the gospel and the community that you're surrounded with. Um, And those things built up for me over time. I started going to the church that I go to now um, about a year and a half ago. Um when, I don't know, I was scared to go to a new church. I'd gone to the same church for years, and I watched my old church's sermons online, and I was just kind of scared to step into a new community because I had a lot of, like, small group community church wounds that I didn't really realize were church wounds at first, so I was like, eh, okay, well, I'll go, and the church that I go to now used to have like a bad rep. Like there are a lot of stereotypes hanging over its head. And I was like, okay, I went in pretty skeptical to be perfectly honest. Um, and I'm not being dramatic. Like I'm not saying this because like I love this church and like I interned there now, but genuinely the second I walked through that door, like I felt like I was home. Like I have never been so comfortable in a church environment before. And the first couple weeks that I started going to my church, I'm pretty sure I cried like every service and people all the time, there's this whole debate about how like the church pulls emotions out of you. I'm here to tell you like there are some churches that do that and it's very obvious when they do. However, don't discount that from your actual emotions. I know like when I have actual emotions and I'm feeling something that's convicting me from the Lord or something that I've been struggling with 
I know the difference between that and something that's trying to form my mind into an opinion that doesn't really exist. I think we all know what that feels like. Um, someone can say something and in your mind you can be like, oh, do I do that? Maybe that's why I'm this way. You know, maybe that's my problem. And it forms our own thoughts without us even realizing it. And then we start to blame our issues on things that don't even exist in our lives. Like, I know that I used to do that a lot. And a lot of my story used to be, like, not even true, really. Like, when I explain my story to people, I'm like, some of those things, like, yeah, they kind of happen. But not to the extent that I have thought that they did happen. I know that's super vague. But if you know what I'm talking about, like, there's just a huge relief and freedom in being in a community that's just, like, so honest and open and willing to let you explore your emotions and not trying to insert emotions when there is a lack thereof. Anyway, so going to the church that, you know, is now my church for the first time, first couple weeks, loved it. It was awesome. Um, COVID hit, and I went home. And I, right before COVID hit, I applied for baptism at that church. And I was talking about baptism with my old church. Um, I don't tell this story, like, because I'm bitter or because I'm upset. Because truly, I'm not. Like, if this didn't happen, I would not be in the place that I am now with my faith, with my community. um, And just loving the church that I'm at. So, I am thankful um, that the Lord had his hand in this, and if it, if it wouldn't happen, my life would be completely different. Anyway, so I knew that I want to get baptized because my life was changing and shifting, and I knew that I wanted to live my life for the Lord, um, and that, like, even though I knew who God was my whole life, like, I simply did not have a relationship with him, and, like, I didn't let go so that he could enter my heart and just change me from the inside out. So, applied for baptism, talked to a couple people about it in quarantine. I, a couple months go by, you don't, we, no one really talked about it. Um, and then someone from my new church reached out to me and said, hey, we're doing this new study called How to Follow Jesus and we'd love you to be part of it. And I was like, that's so cool. I don't know how you found me or why you're asking me, um, but I would love to. So I did that study and it was off a book called How to Follow Jesus, um, which if you check my Instagram, I will link that book in my bio because it's seriously so good. Like I, I don't, I always had this bad thought of how like technical faith should be, but genuinely it taught me so much and it was super helpful and the community I was in was awesome. Um, but I was in this group that met every week and during this time, this was over the summer. So I worked at Publix, I worked at a farm, and then I came home, and I did this group once a week um, with people who were all older than me, I was the youngest, and that was, for me, I thought, I was like, this is going to be super humbling, and I'm going to learn a lot, but I don't know how much I can pour in, Um, which was not true, Um, it was genuinely really cool to see how our different walks of life and even just our different points in life where we're at, we can still relate to each other on. That was really cool for me. And I was super thankful for how I was poured into and how I was given the opportunity to just, you know, share my truth with others. And just hearing, oh yeah, uh-huh, yep, 
I do that too. Like I struggle with that too. Um, so that study really did help me realize that truly I wasn't following Jesus. Um, I was following this idea of God and I wasn't fully, you know, submitting and following Jesus and loving Jesus. So that study was like a huge, huge change for me. And after that, um, progressively, like my relationship with the Lord has just like grown exponentially. And I did hit a little road bump because, um, I really did want to get baptized at my, my old church. I did. And I went in and had a conversation because for me, that was where I fully like encountered God for the first time to where I can like actually comprehend God and Jesus. And I remember that moment vividly to this day. Like I remember the first time I was like, oh my gosh, like I need God in my life. And I didn't fully surrender to that, but I do remember that. And I was like, this church is like really special to me. And like, I want to be baptized here, but they told me no. And that's okay because they told me no, because they wanted me to grow in a community that I was present for. You know, my old church is back home. I'm not there every Sunday. I can't have a constant community there. So even though it was hard for me and like, it did hurt for a little while, like I'm thankful that that happened because it really did lead me to where I am now, um, which I just continue coming to church where I go now, um, all through last semester and just really loved it and started to make all these connections that I didn't even realize were forming. And I knew I wanted to get more involved. Um, and so I honestly tried out a little bit everything. Like I just talked to all the different people at the church and I was like, I don't know what I'm good at, but like, I want to be involved. Um, I talked to like youth, worship, discipleship, like every team that I could talk to, I did. Um, and I ended up working with youth and like, I have girls that I get to hang out with every week, middle schoolers. And they're awesome. If you are my age, um, or have you just thought about like working with a small group, um, or just leading someone, do it. It is the most life giving thing. Like I cannot even tell you. And you're like, I don't know how much I can talk like to a middle schooler about, I promise you, like they are so much more wise than you think. Like there's so much joy to be given from like childlike faith. And that is something that I hope I never lose is a childlike faith because they consistently pour into me without me even realizing it. Um, so I got involved in that. I started talking um, to someone about an internship because very quickly I was starting to realize, you know, I have this Christian podcast. I started my podcast last semester. I very quickly started to realize that the career path that I was trying to force myself to do is not what I was truly passionate about and that I was truly really passionate about ministry. Um, And that led into a bunch of different conversations and eventually an internship. And, you know, I got the internship, huge blessing. I love it. It's amazing. Um, If you ever have questions about that, DM me on Instagram because I just, I, I love, love it. Um, but, you know, getting into my internship, I was just even more immersed, like, before it even started, just the, the community that I had continued to push me, um, towards the Lord more and more and more. Um, and then one day I had a conversation with the guy who led my how to follow Jesus group. And he was like, did I ever tell you like how I found you and like got you into the study? I was like, no, I don't think I, I don't think you ever told me. 
And he goes, well, I looked up a bunch of old forms and I looked up this old baptism form and your name was on there. And he was like, I reached out to everyone on the form that was there and you're the only one that responded. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have filled out that form, like I wouldn't be here. Like I wouldn't be doing all these amazing things if I wouldn't have taken that step in faith. Like I was scared to fill out that form because I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can get baptized here. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but if I wouldn't have taken that step in faith, like I wouldn't be where I am now, just with so many amazing people in my life. Um, so that was just so cool. And then immediately we just came to the realization that I haven't been baptized yet. And in fact, it's been like almost a year and we're like, Oh, well, let's just jump on that and do it. And to be perfectly honest, it really did happen at the best time because I don't know when it happened per se. I don't think there, for everyone, there is like a defining moment where you like surrender to the Lord fully. With some people, it's very, very obvious. But for me, I think it was like a gradual transition to where I continually kept giving pieces of myself to the Lord. And then I was like, one day I was just like, you know what? Like I literally need a savior. I can't do this on my own. And that mostly I realized that over COVID, during COVID um, and during quarantine which obviously COVID's still happening, but you know what I mean? At the beginning of quarantine, I was just like, I need to stop controlling my life. Like I, I need to give this God and give this God. I can't keep doing this. Um, it was hard for me because we, you know, signed up for baptism, had a date, told my friends and family. I was so excited. It was hard for me because I had a couple conversations that were a little awkward with people being like, well, you haven't been baptized before like you're 21 like Caroline I know you you've always been a Christian you know you've been doing a podcast you had a blog like you've always gone to church and like you haven't been baptized I was like no I wasn't and those were you know weird awkward conversations but like it's my truth and that's just how my story played out with the Lord honestly and I really do think it's beautiful to show that there can still be redemption like even though I wasn't that far away from God. I really was. Like, I thought that I was a great Christian, was doing all the right things, but that doesn't um, equal a relationship with Jesus. That doesn't equal the same heart and mindset and actions that I should have um, when I'm actually following Jesus and having a relationship with him. So that was just really awesome and really cool. And got baptized and got to share my story which if you want to hear kind of like a little blip version um that we recorded for that day I'll also put that um in my Instagram but that was just a really amazing day and I truly do think that that day showed me the amount of people that God placed in my life without me even realizing it like I'm not saying this to be boastful but they had to like add chairs on the end of the row for people who were coming to support me and like send my row like I'm not going to cry because I've already cried about it, but I'm just genuinely so thankful for like the change in my life. You know, a year ago, I was so lonely. I had no one. I really only had myself. Um, and that it's just the complete opposite now. I know that I have a community and a church and a family um, that if I need it, I can fall back on. And I know that at the end of the day, like my discernment from the Lord is what will guide my life, not what I think I want to do or what other people want me to do. You know, I have that discernment that is a gift from God. And the more you 
indulge in your relationship with the Lord and become closer with him, the more you, the better you can hear his voice. And I'm not like, people don't believe that. I didn't believe that. I was like, okay, you hear God's voice, whatever. But no, it's true. Like it's so obvious and just beautiful when you do hear God's voice. It is just so evident. Um, and that's something that I've really got to experience the past couple months, which is awesome and so cool. And I really do think that prayer has had a lot to do with that. Um, the past 21 days, um, tomorrow's our last day on Friday of 21 days of prayer. Um, our, our church had 21 days of prayer. So for three weeks, we've woken up at 6 a.m. and gone to church and prayed for an hour. That has changed so much in me. Like your prayer life is so important and just knowing that you can talk to God about like the smallest things and literally seeing answered prayers like the day of, or there's just been a million weird things that have happened. You know, I've had friends wake up randomly because I was praying for them. And there's one situation where I prayed for one of my girls and youth to have some more friends. And that night, three more girls showed up and joined our group. Just things like that happened immediately praying for certain things. They just, they happen. The more you trust God, like the more you are able to see his blessings, no matter how evident they are, how small they are, you're able to see them. And it's just beautiful. And what I really want to finish off with is that it doesn't matter if you have considered yourself a Christian your whole life. If you feel the call to be baptized and to take that step in faith and be active in that, do it. The only person holding you back is yourself. Don't do it for anyone else. Do it like for you and God. Like show God, show Jesus that like he is your savior. That's probably like my biggest struggle and what held me back the most from p- pursuing it. Um, if you never really considered baptism, honestly, like I'm not the best resource to give you information on like what that means for you, but really just pray about it. Like read in the Bible what the Bible says about baptism what God, what Jesus says about baptism, talk to someone at your church. Talk to someone who has been baptized that you know, because I can only share my story, but everyone's story is different. Um, Baptism is so beautiful and personal, and I don't think it's something that should be taken lightly. Um, I think it's a huge step in your relationship with the Lord. Um, One beautiful thing that I heard going through this process was, you know, there are people who think that they have to be rebaptized, And that's something I always wondered. I was like, I could have gotten baptized when I was younger, but I probably would have wanted to get baptized again. But like, once you are baptized, like, that's it. You don't have to be baptized again. Because like, you've made that step. I really don't think that, you know, God never leaves us. He doesn't. That's just truth. Um, but there are things like that you've been thinking about um, for a while, for me. I've been thinking about it for 10 years and finally took that step. Um, like I said, pray about it, learn about it, talk to someone about it. That's so important. Go into the word, get community, you know, get some insight and just really listen to God's voice and his discernment um, that he gives you and know that it is a beautiful thing. It isn't something that should stress you out or make you nervous Um, I know some baptisms are in front of a lot of people, um, and that can be scary, but really just think about what it means for you, your faith, and for your Lord. Like, just think about what that means. Everything else should fall after that. Um, I don't know how 
I got like 24 minutes in and I feel like I haven't even hit as much as I wanted to. But I'm feeling a lot of peace right now about what I said. Um, Typically, I get to a spot where I just feel like, hey, you know, God's telling me that's a good place to stop. But I really do mean it. If this is something heavy on your heart or something you've thought about, just talk to someone about it. Get in the word. Like, that's the best thing to do. I'm so thankful for all my friends and family who were there to support me and just love on me and who have walked with me through this journey. Um, The journey's not over. It has just started, y'all. So um, I'm just so thankful for really everything right now, just life in general. It doesn't mean it's any easier. Oh, please, let me tell you. Being a Christian and following the Lord like intentionally will not make your life easier. It will make it a lot harder, and I will tell you that right now. It is simply the truth. Um, but it is worth it. It is more than worth it, I promise. Um, and the things that aren't worth it, I promise, will just fall away. And you won't even realize it. And you won't miss things of the world as much. That was a little mini thing. Um, but I really do mean it. Um, I'm so thankful for you guys. And even you, like, y'all that listen, reach out to me on Instagram and congratulating me. It's just so sweet, so amazing. So thankful for you guys. We're going to jump back into In His Image next week. Um, I just wanted to take this time to talk about baptism because it was on my heart. And I'm just really glad that I got to talk about it because I think it's great and beautiful. And I hope that even if this isn't something that really relates to you, that hopefully you got something out of this and just really hear the Lord um, through me. That's my prayer every time that I record. Again, so thankful you guys. Talk to you so soon. And as always, I'm Caroline. Grace, oh grace.